de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hi, hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to De Colores Radio. This is episode 54. How is everyone? Fan. Fantastic. Thank you for being here. <laughs> what? Um, thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is RT, retweet himself, <laughs> Rafael Tamayo. You freaked out when you re-remembered that my initials are retweet. I don't know why I haven't been saying that for the last year, because if I remembered that, I would have been calling you retweet for a long time. What's up? You call me? Retweet. What's up? Um, How are you actually doing? I'm all right. I'm tired. I need some sleep. I think we all do. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm chill. I'm all right. I'm alive. Nice. That's good. Do you want to ask how I'm doing? Or I really don't. Okay. The podcast is over. <laughs> how are you? God, I have to force feed it out of him. I'm Sometimes sad. you just go on and you don't give me because the chance to. I usually to. let you, but like I try to make it feel Oila. equal. I usually let you and I usually don't. Because if it's not natural, I'm not going to force it. It's like literally what you just did. Because it's unnatural. That's why I don't force it usually. To, I'm confused. How are you doing? Thank you. That's all I needed. Okay. I am okay. I'm better than I thought I would be. And it might be this wine that's helping. But oh, okay. I'm, I am grateful is what I am currently. Um, but... Rafa, I uh, I want to understand what you're what you're going through. What's your internal tea? Let's get deep. <laughs> that one's always so. I know. Weird. Why did I write that? I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy, into how we are feeling right now, into the reality of our existence. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for me mood. What do you got? So I what had a do lot you of have? I, sorry. What you what what you have? <laughs> um, I had several options. It's a big meme time right yeah, now. Yeah, and they're on point too. They are, but, and they're fast. Um, yeah. Ding! I know. Sorry, thank you. Um, I don't know if I had shared this, but I recently confirmed my thirteenth godchild. <laughs> yeah. Before the Bad Bunny concert, y'all. Yeah, he it was went crazy. And confirmed a I child. Think I, okay, so really quick story. I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but I was in the church and I'm sitting there and I saw that y'all were texting Bobby, on my watch. Y'all were texting Sorry. me and I, I looked at my watch and I was like getting nervous. I was like, oh man, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. And then like I start like, you know, tapping my foot and my leg is shaking. And my goddaughter looks over at me and she's like, don't worry, Padrino, I'm nervous too. This is a lot of me. <laughs> You're a sinner. <laughs> So I was like, ooh, I was thinking to myself, I'm not nervous because of the same reasons you are. Pobrecita. But um, because of Peace that. Peace be with you, mija. Thank you yeah. for going to church. She's a great kid. She's very smart, very intelligent. She's going to do. Congrats on being number 14, yeah, sis. Rodriguez I mean, gang. 13. She's going to do a lot of good things. Um, <laughs> but I, I stumbled upon this meme that says, when your sins are just too much. And then 20 Juan Savage says, my man's is eating communion toast. And it's literally a bowl of like the communion bread with wine. Ew. With wine, so it looks like cereal. You, uh, your last two have been semi-religious. Have they? I think so. I think you did tell us last time. Okay. 
Anyways, I thought it was going to be the one with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. It was. That was my honorable mention. That was uh, a good one. Um, just because. I it's... think that meme is actually what's winning the internet right now. Definitely. That's why I didn't want to go with it. It's excessive. I, wanna... I retweeted one last week that said, I've seen this man more than my own family. True. <laughs> and I was like, this is facts because I haven't seen them. It's a funny one. Um, but my meme mood is my own meme that I created because I am uh, apparently an adult that makes time for the wrong things. I have this picture of Dora pointing at another little character and she said, I cannot stand this puta, which Dora didn't actually say that. I wish she had because I might be into the TV show more. Yikes. But there was this, um, it's from like this YouTube video where they like bleep it with all these like hood cuss words. Yeah. And just, you know, she's being all, she's just being hood Dora, which is definitely. I can't stand this puta. Yeah, like much more relatable. And so I put a little flame emoji over the girl's face and I put Texas heat because it's already bad and it just started. And it ain't even hot it's yet. It's not even hot yet, but I felt my seatbelt and it burned me yesterday. So I was like, damn, what the hell? I guess that's what happens when you have leather, leather seats. I don't have leather seats. Mine are cloth and they have stains on them already. Because we're poor, unlike you, leather seat. Do I don't you have, have leather, leather seats? seats. No, I do not. Absolutely not. I think you do. I do not. You don't, don't you do have you that nicer Do you even know kind? who I am? Oh, is it the clothy kind too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cloth gang. Um, anyways. I had to put a sarape over it because they were falling apart. Really? Yeah. A new Jeep? Bye. I mean, what? And he's like, I'm going to cut that later. Yes. Um, At last... 5.40. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last episode, I think, was probably one of our best episodes we've ever had. Would you agree with that? You think so? I mean, I know so. I'm being confident. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. It was, it was a good one. Damn. It was a <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, but we were getting ready for 214 Selena, and we brought back some of our favorite guests, <clears throat> Jerry Hawkins and Amber Sims. Um, and we had some really important conversations that I'm glad we were able to hold. Um such as black and brown relations and the history of deep ellum lots of important things mm -hmm. and i didn't think it would top the first episode but it did yeah i like them a lot they're really cool and very relatable because there's relatable yeah there's always a disconnect between someone that is i guess enlightening the people or really pushing forward to make sure that the community is respected and is treated with dignity and justice and i feel like even in that regard, there's a disconnect between the people who lead that charge For and sure. the people that are represented. But they're very relatable. Like you could see yourself chopping it up with them at, you know, LCI at a taco stand waiting on Definitely. some food or something. Definitely on my to do list. Um, so thank you to both of them for being a part of the Colores again. And there's a lot to cover. cover. A lot has happened um, in the world but also in dallas and so i think um we should jump into it um and our two years approaching so we'll uh we'll get to that eventually as well we will um but we got to keep going so are you ready let's go yay this is the juice where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture politics news and more Alrighty, so I am welcoming uh, briefly to the show um, the lovely Angie Andrade from the North Texas Dream Team. 
represent. You represent. She's from GP too. I am. Oh okay. shit! I forget. <laughs> I don't normally get to rep Here GP. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I sure did forget you. You mentioned that a while back. Hey, I know like all three people that rep GP in <laughs> Dallas, so we're all around each other. Um, but thank you so much to Angie for being here. You want to introduce yourself briefly before we jump into our first topic? Yeah, so uh, my name is Angelica Elizabeth Andrade Martinez. I go by Angie. Um, and I'm the community outreach coordinator for the North Texas Dream Team. Nice, nice. So we've talked to Maria, who is also a part of the North Texas Dream Team. We've had Edwin on, who is also a part of the North Texas Dream Team. Um, and we uh, love and support y'all's work and appreciate it. Um, but the reason we brought you in today specifically is because of the raid the raid that happened in Allen last week. Um and so by the time this is out, it'll be about almost a week and a half ago. Um, but it's still all, everything is still being felt and a lot is still happening. Can you give us the updates of what happened and then um, what we can do to help? Yeah, absolutely. So as part of the North Texas Dream Team, we're a part of a few coalitions. One of them being the North Texas Immigration Coalition. Uh, another being FIRE, which is the Force for Immigrant uh, for immigrant Rights mm-hmm. Empowerment uh And within FIRE, we have what's called a rapid response team. And basically what it is is a group of people who get trained on how to, um, sorry, (laughs) on how to um, respond to ICE sightings and police brutality. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's a pretty extensive training, but it's open to volunteers, um, specifically allies, just because of the type of work it is. Um, So I'm a part of that as well. Mm -hmm. And at 1045 a.m., we received a a text message saying there was an ICE sighting. Through the fire? Through the fire. Network. And so we respond whether or not we're near it. Um, we were able to get someone there within minutes because mm-hmm. they were near. Oh, wow. um, and it it just went from there. We immediately went live on the NTDT page. We confirmed it. So as part of that, we have to confirm where we are, the location, what we see, um, start recording immediately because it can be used um, in the future, right? And uh, it was just very – hadn't even been hasn't even been a year that – the raids in Paris, Texas happened mm-hmm. with Load Trail. Mm-hmm. And it's the same team. And oh, so wow. we immediately, um, Im- when I say immediately, I mean we were figuring out our our networks, who we can um, work with, what you know areas around, and like everyone just came together as a community to make sure that um, we can get as many people out there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we're still at it. To this point, I mean, uh, I'm still talking to families. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a little bit difficult on that end just because uh, they're, we're used to having it being English-Spanish, mm-hmm. and this was different in the sense where we have dialects from Nigeria, where we have majority people speaking Portuguese, and so I'm not fluent in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So having to uh, people that are waiting that have cannot go online and just – figure that out because they don't know the language right. and so just have just being that connection of okay we're here these are the services we can provide we can help you find your family get a translator translate everything to you right um so that's what we've been doing yes um which is all very very vital work i just want to set up 
the scene for people that might not know. I know initially when I first heard about it, it was that first word was like, there's 400 people arrested in Allen, Texas. And it's like, that's not, that's probably 30, 40 minutes outside of Dallas. It's definitely considered a more bougie suburb. Um, it has a lot of kind of like factory type places. Um, very, very corporate, I guess. Um, and so that's when Christian and Maria that I saw on my feed put the call out and it, obviously I'm at work, so I wasn't able to see everything else that had been shared. Um, but I think the, the final facts were that over 280 uh, predominantly women had been arrested from this phone tech company in Allen, Texas. Um, and they had gotten notice from and it was interesting to me i'm not trying to spread rumors or anything but we were there for several hours that night we talked to a lot of the families and that was an experience um unlike anything i had ever seen before um i think you mentioned it was kind of similar for for everyone involved mm -hmm. and it was just really it was heartbreaking because the obvious is happening right but at the same time i feel like i I was able to also learn about myself in that I was like, what do we do next outside of just even NTDT and Raices, which are the forefront, you know, on the forefront often for these things. Like how else can we do more for these people in Dallas? Because if Dallas is the number one deportations, it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I think we really, and I'm putting a call out to all, all our people, all Latinx and beyond. Cause it's not just a Latinx issue that we have to do more. Because what we're doing is not enough. I don't think donating is enough. I think we really need to stand up and go and, and fight and do something. Because even like, and I'm not trying to like shoot fires or whatever you want to call it. But like Domingo Garcia, like I saw you there for five. I didn't even see you there, but I heard you were there for a few minutes. And you put a call out. So put your call out. And like, we need to do more. Don't just show up for the news and leave. Like we need to be there for these people. If this is our number one issue for our community and beyond. And again, that's right. just me saying and my I own think, stuff, right? And 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 really quick, just not to interject, but to kind of, you know, I guess tag on a little bit of what you're saying. Um, one, it's real easy to like retweet something and repost something. Right. But if I'm speaking to people that are doing the same thing, then I'm just creating a circle that's going nowhere. Right. So if I'm just going to say go do or go help or go donate and really don't like not understand the the length of impact in terms of, you know, the residual effects of something like that happening, then like I I kind of see it as sort of being counterproductive in, mm -hmm. in some regard when you talk about the big picture and, you know, the long road. But it is important to find a way to be the most effective in how you can contribute. Right. Um, and it does mean that if the best way for you to contribute is a little bit different than what somebody else's way is, then figure it out. And right. I think it's it's the least that we can do. And it's it's we owe it to our families and our friends mm -hmm. and the people that make our society work right. and that make our own backyard function the way it functions, because an utter disregard of that is just completely, you know, it, it goes against the grain of everything. One, that this country stands for that our community stands for that our roots regardless of where you come from stand for and i don't think that i think it's hard to find a community where someone would say no let this happen right mm -hmm. and so i think it, it really is one of those questions Unless of introspection taco truck tammy but yeah but even then <laughs> you know i yeah. but even <laughs> then you know what i mean like i feel like if taco truck tammy had a moment of introspection like even she would realize like this is bigger than you and you have to understand the bigger picture like these are the people that make even your world 
go round. Mm-hmm. And so it's people like NTDT, honestly, that, that, you know, you guys are the first responders. And I imagine, I mean, you don't, you guys don't get paid for this. No, we're 100% volunteers. First responder, like, and, right. and I don't mean that as a disrespect to, you know, first responders of a different kind. But right. honestly, when it comes to an emergency situation like this, you are literally like creating these connections with people that are getting torn apart from what they consider their right. lives and to be. That's what I thought was, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep talking, but I think that's what was the most like, uh, like heartbreaking is like seeing these people like in their lowest point, right? They're helpless. They don't know what to do. The worst has happened essentially. And like, that's what that moment was full of like family after family after family, just like confused and sad and grieving. And like, it was an emotional ass night and like, it was just super freaking heavy. And I think I want to encourage people like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know what I was going to do there, but like just being there can make a difference. Right. I was able to either hand out some NTDT cards or say, Hey, contact them this girl was talking about her that guy that had it's a separate subject but yeah. at the same time she had just told me she spent a thousand dollars on her that that and that's literally and so like just being there to yeah. provide that information or to comfort them or to hand them a water bottle or to like honestly like you know me there was a bunch of cops so like just does. making sure they're not being real sus because everybody leans to the cops even the people that are helpless and don't know what to do because that's who they've been told by our society to trust and depend on when in reality these people are often working with the cops to get your ass arrested and that's what it takes like it's those small things like it doesn't seem like a lot to someone like you or even to someone and like me and you're never right? going to feel ready to go right. you really aren't you and just got to be th- there and that's just how it is that's literally when you try to reflect and think about someone who literally lives in fear, who will drive the speed limit, who will not divulge information for fear of the slightest incident happening that will completely shift their life around. It like that's why I say we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our families and friends mm-hmm. to do these things because you show up and you're like, what do I do? And even if it's something small, it's literally a conversation mm-hmm. away from connecting someone to what they didn't know. That was there for them, that was there for their assistance or a resource that they had no idea existed or to an organization that is willing to say, yo, you're in the middle of something that you don't really comprehend, but we have the people to connect you to or we have the the resource that you need. Yeah. Yeah. And the numbers are 409. Oh, it is 409. Yeah. The media is sharing who was detained. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, I heard different things. And that's what was also weird to experience. When we talked to families who were immediate release, well, women who were immediate release, they did say they, when ICE came in, they they got everyone to go down to the warehouse. Um, But even in that, just saying that. Um, there's a lot of people that work that I didn't, don't know the language. And so if some people were running, some people thought it was a fire. Mm. Nobody knew what really was going on until they were able to get everything settled as far as figuring out who was there. Mm-hmm. Everyone was lined up, um, in the warehouse and just to, just to get a kind of like what the atmosphere is or what it looks like. It's imagine just a big Walmart, right? It's a huge building and, um, you have no windows, so no outside view. Mm-hmm. They told everyone to go down to the warehouse, stand them in line, and ask them who's a U.S. citizen. Got a piece of paper, wrote down wow. their names. Uh, um, ICE agents had their and phones so the out. company let that happen. They haven't confirmed it, but there's it has to. There, right, it has to be that way. And when it um, when you think about you know how massive that was, so it was 409 people, and they say it as. Um, 
they released uh, approach and release or some, something along those terms. Um, but the 284 were detained. That's where, that number kept yeah. popping up on yeah. every article. You and said I was like, I'm 284 confused. were detained 204. and 230 what? 233 were women. Wow. The majority, yeah. the full majority. Mm-hmm. And when we are talking about presence, when you were talking about that, that is extremely important because so we continue to stay that first night till about 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't leave till about 3.30. Yeah, because I left at 11 and it was like still a bunch of them were there. Yeah. And but as people started to leave, the attitude of the ICE agents changed. It was more aggressive. It mm-hmm. was yelling. And so wow. we had to stand up and like, hey, what's going on? And it was that pressure of like, mm-hmm. actually, we're still here. You know, right. we're not leaving. And so that even it was at that point, it was only three of us, mm. you know, at midnight. It started around midnight and it, it didn't. It made it did make a difference, right. and not just they that. don't want to be held accountable. They right. don't want witnesses. They didn't want exactly, and you could feel that energy. And I think that's where it was also very frustrating to me was because a lot of the cops were all POC, mm. and so that's where I'm like, I know a lot of POC part. that are like, oh, I'm gonna try to change it from inside. No, the fuck, you're not. You're not. You're, you're defending this shit. And then it's like, oh, mm. we're not all th- like this. And you hear all these stories about these people, like you know abusing sexually assaulting and, and doing all these things and and you know all of these victims who won't say anything mm-hmm. because they can't because they're not protected like right. citizens are and yes you do get the story of we're not all that way but you can't help but understand the experience even going to mexico like yeah. i know like i know what it's like right like and i'm a citizen so i'm like who the hell you disrespect him bro it was so i can only imagine what it's like when your aggression and your anger for whatever fucking reason to uphold the american constitution comes into play like you still need to understand that these people are human beings right and and that's the thing that really blew my mind right because i was like what and there was like eight cop cars at one time yes nothing Mm -hmm. happening right Nothing that would be remotely dangerous or this or that, but because they want to uphold this system, they're all there and it's all POC that are there, helicopters, everything, the works, they were blocking the entrances for people to come in. Like it was insane. And so that's where I really was like, I say it all the time. We don't, we don't trust the police and look at this shit. Like y'all aren't, y'all aren't making it. Ooh. And it frustrates me on a different level. Cause I have to kind of work my bit my company has to work with them to some degree Mm -hmm. right because the education world and they're trying to get into that world and like be very like we're involved with the community and i'm like bullshit right because at the end of the day when we're when a huge part of the community is hopeless y'all are protecting the system not the people Mm -hmm. anyways i know we can talk (laughs) about this a lot longer this uh, obviously um affected the dfw community drastically and these families and these people who are our main focus and our priority in this subject how do we help them as we're closing out i would uh the first thing is definitely get to know your rights and become an ally um we all have the power one thing i didn't share is that that same day we had another ice sighting Mm. and that was in south arlington i was able to go because i was near Mm -hmm. and that store manager saw ice had his employees run to the back with customers that were there mm-hmm. ran to the front locked the door and refused to let ice in wow. refused and when i went there he literally marked this is exactly his words he's like fuck that this is my business you mm-hmm. don't have authority to come in here Boom. point blank period like 
there if no if na- ands or buts. Mm-hmm. I don't care who that warrant is for. They don't work here. You yeah. have no proof that and, and and it's that type of solidarity that is needed. You yeah. know, um, report. You know, ICE. If you see something, uh, say something. You know, yeah. there's. You know, if you can record, record. Um, we have trainings. Follow the North Texas Dream Team. We have trainings on know your rights. If you're just um, a regular individual that sees something suspicious. What are the rights you have to just go and be a witness around there? So I, I know I go, come by that and I'm like, can I? Uh, uh, uh. So you do have rights. So at, regardless of status, we have a constitutional right to uh, we I mean, we can record. We can be present. Um, we can't intervene depending if there's police mm-hmm. there. Right. So uh, if you feel safe, you know, I would say record and get that to, you know, the North Texas Dream Team um, or to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, that, you mean, you have you have those constant rights. You, you do not have to answer their questions. Like, I've been, you know, they've come up to me when I, at points and they're like, oh, you have them? Like, Absolutely not. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Under what authority? Like, no, no. But it's that, that the way we're raised, mm-hmm. right, to like, think like oh we have to answer exactly. these people and that's, we have that's, to answer these questions and it's being around honestly being around allies and seeing how they are and how they interact and that privilege i'm like anybody can do this mm-hmm. yeah. right it's just we're hurt more in that instance right. we're targeted more but we do have so once they once they see it in your eye in your eyes and they're like oh shit yeah they know their shit they they immediately start backing back which Take maybe we can host one together or something. something. Some, some, some totally down because that's, that's extremely needed. Like if you can be <clears> there for someone else. I, I wish that when my dad was getting arrested, he's mm. in Mexico now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was people around and I wish somebody would have said something, right. you know, and it, it could have been just as simple as no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you uh, have the right to remain silent. There was you that ha- video um, of the, the, guy in the, the, car? the man who was driving mm-hmm them from court and right. like ice is literally waiting for people leaving court and he lets them know and i was like yo like that's true like you understand the logic of it and how it plays out because you're listening and you're like oh yes that does make sense because technically he doesn't have to abide by mm-hmm. it but you know even as a citizen like you know i i i'm the first to admit i'd probably get nervous like yo what's going on like it is a nerve-wracking thing because and that- it's it's that kind of pressure it's that intimidation that's used Right. Is there any other um, information you want to give us? Yeah, we- I mean, um, I would say uh, Raices is take we NTDT. Everyone's been reaching out as volunteers. We do extreme vetting when it comes to our volunteers because of the sensitive work we do. Mm-hmm. And so if you weren't already on the list as a volunteer or somebody can't vouch for you, basically, it's we're just not accepting new volunteers mm-hmm. at this moment for mm-hmm. this specific thing right. but raises is taking volunteers you can go to the raises uh, website they're also taking money for bonds which is the bonds to get families out um one important thing to know is that right at this moment since yesterday families are reaching out to us saying they've paid the bond mm-hmm. and they're not being released wow. so they have the opportunity they have they should be releasing them but they're not so they're playing into the system of like um, having to continue to detain people when they absolutely do not need to be detaining people mm-hmm. anymore. They need to release these people and let them go home to their families, and they're not doing that. And I don't see that anywhere on the news. Yeah. And the news has been continuously sharing things that 
has been con that contradicts a lot of the things we see. You know, that very first day there were minors there waiting for their mm-hmm. for their friends. I didn't hear a lot about minors. Yeah. They didn't release the number of minors. Um, but I would say help with that in the sense of sharing information because you never know who um, needs that information. It can be as simple as following into DT and the post and then donating, of mm-hmm. course. Yes, and then know your rights. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Well, I know we kept you here longer than I anticipated, but we definitely, um, because it hits so damn close to home, it was like we needed to discuss this. And this is something that affects everywhere. Um and we talk about it on the border a lot, but clearly it's not a border issue. It's it's a human issue. It's not. So and that's like the most extreme side of it, because our families, our friends, the people that we know are still out here getting fucked over by businesses mm-hmm. that are preying on our people, preying on our culture, and taking advantage food, of that and taking advantage of their situations to better off their situation and disregarding like our community, our people. And all of that. So thank you. Thank you for the thank you. No, Rola, Dallas is number one in deportations. Mm-hmm. In twenty seventeen, Dallas deported sixteen thousand five hundred and twenty people. And y'all think Dallas one is year. progressive. Number one, year. one in the country. We got a lot of work to do. All right. Thank you, Angie. It was nice meeting you, Angie. <laughs> no, nice meeting you too. Even though- <laughs> Um, thank you again to Angie for being here with us briefly to tell us more about uh, that terrible ass situation. Um, I really hope that you're motivated to go do something because it really NTDT and Raices are fantastic organizations, but it takes so much more than just a couple organizations and donating um, like being there and experiencing that really changed a lot for me in ways that I didn't imagine because I thought I knew. Um, so I just encourage that. Um, moving forward to more terrible news. It was a rough ass last few weeks, really. Um, I won't go super in depth because we depth because we went really long with the raid discussion. Um, but I was having a talk with my mom about this because it kind of hit close to home only in the sense that, um, I guess they're a distant relative. I don't know if you heard about the woman that was missing and they couldn't find her body. Yeah. So that's the, my the man um, and the woman. Yeah, it was my step cousin technically. Oh shit. And so it was really weird because they're not anymore. They got divorced, but like like we grew up going to the same parties kind of mm-hmm. thing. She was like a little bit older than me. Um and it was my uncle's stepdaughter. Stepdaughters. They were mm, twins. Okay. One of them was missing and her husband were missing or baby daddy or whatever. And this has been out for a few months, couple months. Um, and I thought about talking about it, but I was like, nah, I don't want to do it yet. And, and her body was recently found. She was from Grand Prairie. Um, they're originally from Mexico. I want to say Monterrey. Um, but the reason I want to bring it up is because I had this discussion with my mom and, um, obviously it's sad and I'm not going to pretend I was super close to them growing up because I really wasn't. Um, but I'm sad because I was talking to my mom about how normal this is for our culture. And um, from my understanding, the young woman um, had a um, restraining order against her husband um, and then lifted it. And in the time she lifted it, she was... Well, and wasn't she living with her cousin like she had moved out? Yes. Yeah, so right? like there was all these circumstances that um, 
showed signs that like this was not a healthy relationship um and then she still ended up missing and then they just found her body um two months later um in a nearby like creek. and he apparently he texted his family saying i'm sorry and saying goodbye the, right the morning that they disappeared correct and then his body i believe was found at white rock lake um and then that was like a week following when it first got reported and then it took up to two months and now they just found um her body um so the reason i was inclined to discuss it um was because i told my mom this is so this is so normal and there's so many red flags but because our culture would rather defend men and um, protect them we allow shit like this to happen and i'm not victim blaming by any by any regard that's not what i'm here to do my point is is that in these abusive relationships especially within our culture it should not be the woman's responsibility it should not no. be the family's responsibility we should not be raising we should be raising our men to be better than this where this man was clearly unhappy with himself likely and he projected it onto this woman and then ended up killing himself her and now those kids don't have parents yeah um so i was really frustrated because i i kind of had to tell my mom over and over again like mom there are so many signs and and there was one point when her family was even saying like no we don't think he did it and i was like fuck that shit if she had a restraining order on that man for some reason yeah. it's because something was happening think of and even if y'all chose to, to ignore that because yes. you think he might be a good guy because he fathered those kids that don't mean shit my mom wasn't getting it at first like she was like well i just think they didn't want to assume and i was like no but the fact that even after he his body was found, they were still saying, oh, we don't think he did it is bullshit because every sign points to this unhealthy ass relationship where this man was harmful to your daughter. And now she's dead. Those kids no longer have a mom. And that's the thing I'm frustrated with is that we live in a culture where we protect boys and I told my mom this because my mom said, I wish, oh, I wish everybody could raise um, their daughters like I raised mine, which my mom did a hell of a job, right? But I said, no, 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 mom. This isn't the girl's fault. This isn't the girl's responsibility. Why are we raising our, our young Latino boys to think this kind of shit is okay? Yeah. Why is this all right? Why aren't we blaming him? It should be our responsibility to protect ourselves from your abuse. What the fuck? So I got really angry and I don't want to go on too much. And I'm sorry if I triggered anyone. That's not my intention. But I had to tell my mom because my mom at one point was like, well, I haven't seen this happen in our culture before. I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. Our family members were getting their ass beat by their husbands. And that's OK, because it happened 20 years ago. Why do you think this shit's happening still? Because we let that happen, because we've said it's OK and we put it under the rug. There's a reason why Mexico has one of the highest mortality rates of women. And it's fucking depressing. But if we're not holding the men accountable and men to a higher standard and teaching men to fucking express their emotions besides just anger and directing it towards your family, then I don't know what to do. Don't don't be dating then. Cause Jesus Christ, people are literally being murdered. Anyways, I'm sorry. I just I'm not sorry. Fuck being sorry. Okay. Yeah, don't. It's just a lot and it's frustrating and it hit close to home. 
And if you've ever been in a toxic relationship, it is so easy to see those signs. (laughs) It is. And that's what I'm talking about because it's hard to walk away. So my heart goes out to fucking victims always and holding men accountable and teaching them that they don't have to value women just for sex or whatever else, but that they can be more than just that and fuck i didn't feel like crying but that wine i guess got me so here we go y'all ready for the next topic it's really sad and i'm giving it to rafa what's the next (coughs) oh fuck that is really sad now it's rafa's uh i told you i had a hard time with this um ding Oh, I guess Nip. I'll say no, just kidding. <laughs> Nip, uh, Nip had a lot of ties to Dallas. Nip had a lot of ties to this fucking world. I didn't realize how many ties to Dallas he had. He had so many ties. And shout out to all the people that fucked with him locally. Um, Four O'Cliff, Oak, Pan-African Four O'Cliff, Connection. Everybody, Word Life, King of All Fresh. Like, he did a bunch of shows here. A lot of people fucked with him. He sold out a bunch of shows here in Dallas. Um, but I think... Uh, you know, the people are just now starting to realize the impact of, mm-hmm. you know, who he was as a human being. And so, um, like, his story is one of those, you know, West Coast, rolling 60s crit, um, came up and, and, and did his thing, but understood, you know, th- this man was enlightened to a degree that the majority of people don't really understand. And, um, you know, to say that he was an inspiration to our community would be an understatement. And the things that he did, the things that he was a part of, the economic development that he created, inspired, and supported was just one of those things that, um, like, this man deserves so much more than what um, what is just now being understood in terms of his legacy. But when you look at the things and, and, and the ideas that he talked about and how to better his his people and his community and just in general like his progression as a human being to to ultimately being enlightened and like you know doing better for ourselves he knew it he knew the truth and um for his life to be cut short is one of those things that is just beyond sad and and you know it's really hard to deal with one and and so i i remember like we were i forgot where we were going but we were in deep elm and i was like man that whole nipsey shit kind of hit me hard and it's not like you know one of those things where you know, I didn't know him personally, but I, I I was a fan of his music, and he was one of those that you could feel the authenticity in his bars and his music, and you knew that he was a real one. He was and one of your who you got. He was one of my who you got, and so who the fuck you have? who the fuck you got? Sorry, um, but for real, it it's like one of those things where you're just like, damn. Um, you go back and you think about it and you're like, what kind of world are we living in when the people that are trying to get out of a situation that they have literally been cornered into living mm-hmm. and then creating a better situation for themselves, for their family, for their friends, for their community, for their state, for mm-hmm. their country, for their globe. Um, like what kind of world are we living in when someone like that can just get snatched away for something petty or something that I think that's what was really wild to me. And I don't mean to bring her in, but like, I thought it was crazy because we had just left the Selena event and we were at dinner. And then I like looked at my phone and I was like, oh, shit. And I was on like the same day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And so like that kind of speaks levels to me, too. Right. Like and seeing now even still like the staples center sold out in 20 minutes yeah everybody's like, paying respects everybody and, and they should but it's like 
I think it's beautiful to see how it's encouraging people to live more like him, right? More for your community, more for your own people and, and all that that he offered the world. So, um, And that's the thing. Like, there's some, And, and I saw like a, a few tweets where they were like, to all the men who feel like this is a step backward, know that the inspiration you got from someone like Nipsey lives on. And so there's a lot of people, there's a lot of unspoken heroes. There's a lot of people out there doing the work that someone like Nipsey inspired. And because Nipsey was taken away, doesn't mean it has to stop. It has to stop. That's where if the fire anything, ignites. That's where it gets amplified. And that's where you realize, you know, we had such a short time with a human being like him. Mm-hmm. Like if anything, like we, it, it, it's a must to move forward so that we can take care of each other. Um, and keep building so, yeah. the world like what he was starting to do. Yeah. And listen to Victory Lap, Grammy-nominated album. Last time that I checked. And Brat. shouts to his his lovely yeah. London and family. And, oof. and fuck you, Kodak. Fucking fuck Kodak to the ass. extremist levels. I've been telling y'all for a minute he was full trash. Fucking stupid, Don't even, bruh. And it's so irritating how men, again, they're All only attacking him on this, but only on this level, right? Not not for the disrespect to her as a woman just on a woman level but just like oh don't like oh man y'all got so many issues bruh and it's not a i hate men attack all men no not that bullshit stupid bruh it's like what the fuck is wrong with you Mm. he's garbage and and so i saw somebody shared a clip in response to that and it was literally nip saying something and they were like Nip's response to people like Kodak is exactly the way we should respond to mm-hmm. Kodak. Um, but Nip said something about leaving clowns to their environment. Yeah. And he's like, the real people don't even acknowledge you. Clowns. So let's stop acknowledging. Clowns <laughs> will be hype and they'll shine for that brief moment in time. But ultimately, it leads to their own demise. And the real ones will live out that and we'll see them come and go. And he's like, we don't even pay attention to that. We don't even react to it because we know it doesn't mean anything. And with that said, rest in power to Nipsey Hussle and his legacy. And just a quick fuck you to to Tammy, the, the, the what did they call her? Tammy? Taco, taco truck, truck Tammy. Tammy. The white woman who threatened to call ICE um, on a taco truck here in Dallas. Um, I'm not going to pay her much attention. We've seen this many a times. Our people are not... Um, not uh what's the word we don't we don't get dismissed in these kinds of things um taco truck tammies exist in dallas and dallas should stop pretending it's so progressive and maybe actually um elect people that will not keep ice here in dallas and not dress like a margarita and not dress like a margarita and not vote to gentrify our our communities more and maybe y'all know the only person i tell y'all to vote for is giovanni valderas for district one (laughs) Um, but really, we we do have this power if we use it wisely and, and just take action and, um, yeah, keep going. So I am also quickly covering this because I want to get us moving through this juice and this episode is already longer than I wanted it to be. Um, hello. That's not a bad problem sometimes. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Sports. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you guys should be hired um, by Sports Center. Sports Center? SPN? SPN? South Park, Mexican? No, I don't like him. He's pro. Okay, anyways. um, Wow, that was weird. 
So Texas Tech did good in the sports ball game with the ball where you throw it at the net thing, and then they did bad and lost. But they did flip over cars and turn really white and wild in the riots. Listening but to they were little... not called thugs, which I thought was fascinating. Because not a thugs are only brown and black people. Not I think they had the officer. riot police show up eventually, right? Like, oh, sir, are you okay? Yeah, they're like putting band-aids on they them probably. They stuff? pulled up. They had Pepsi out there. It was Bruh, like, Pepsi. And then they like fought social justice. Was it Kendall? Yeah. I mean, Rachel, what? I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I don't. I thought it was cool that Texas made it far, but I don't care that much. I also heard they throw tortillas as part of their like. That's in Waco. Gag. That's in Waco. What's in Waco? You're talking about the tortillas on the well, bridge. Tell me more then. That's yeah. the thing that me, you, and Justine saw when we went to Waco, where she said <laughs> that, that. No, she was like, they uh, also we throw tortillas. tortillas. They throw it there too. They throw tortillas for something else, I think. Because I know in Waco. Talking about on Twitter. In Waco, it's today. the thing in the bridge. I don't know. See, this is why you don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. I think it's Forget for the, the bird. The, but I saw somebody talking about the tortillas with Texas Tech. Either way, um, I know people were really sad. It says somebody, a fan, threw a tortilla onto the court. <laughs> See, I told you I heard about tortillas. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a thing. Fuck this taco, dude. Twitter confused after <laughs> Texas Tech throws tortilla onto court during See? NCAA championship. See, Pat, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> In the picture. I want another yo. burrito, man. Oh, hold on. I got to show you all this photo. This ain't Chipotle, Breaking news, bro. we have live footage of the tortilla that was thrown on the court. And then it's... <laughs> oh, my God. I hate this. I'm fucking dead. It's a tortilla. I'm fucking dead. We're holding guns is my, is with that the my sh- essay? hat and sunglasses. Is that my essay from San Anto Current? What's up? What's good? What's popping, 210? Twitter picture. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, Texas Tech, I know y'all don't have a lot to do in Lubbock because it is boring as hell. But it says it's a Texas Tech tradition. You did. They're basically the white college towns is what you're doing. Um, so congrats, I guess, or whatever. I don't really know. I wish white people were crazy. If you did watch the game, it was kind of crazy because they had it at the end. Like they would have won. But then Virginia came through and pulled some threes at the very end, went into overtime, and then after that they just took off and Texas Tech couldn't catch up. They they made some very they made some very crucial mistakes, um, ones that you don't make in a national championship game. But I'm surprised I they made it that far. So. I am too. So I was like pulling for for te- I, I was honestly pulling for Michigan State. But it was cool to see Texas Tech go to the national championship game. Um, but they didn't win. Uh, hopefully next year. All right. So moving on to like white people in sports that actually know how to be held accountable. I was surprised by this, but I don't want to spend much time on this either because we really shouldn't have to praise. And white men that are basically being their basic responsible white men self. I don't know if you read the article, Rafa. I did. Same. I actually read an article. Congrats. Um, Pat also read the article. She's nodding her head. Um, This is bare minimum, in my opinion. This is where everybody should be in society as white people. I just think it's weird (laughs) that his middle name is Kenneth. Why is that? <gasps> Shut the fuck up! You're lying. That is, not, that is this is a lie. Don't listen to I'm kidding. Him. It was a joke. It was a joke. But it's kind of funny. Poor taste. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not that funny. He's one of the few white pl- players I like outside of dirt. So he even just... he knew no, it, though. No, he's good. He's, he's good. He was like, I'm one of the most he recognizable He's one of the, the three-point competition winners. Um, He Dang used to have bad. the little shaggy hair. I remember. Oh, true. That's hair right. Hair clip. <laughs> um, so Kyle Korver, who plays for the Hawks. No, Jazz. Sorry. He was talking about how he used to play for the Hawks. And he basically just realized his privilege. And it's really not that hard to do. And I recommend white people start at this bare minimum that Kyle Korver did and discussed in this article, um, especially for a sports 
um, league that is predominantly POC, black to be specific. Um, so now I can move on to another sad topic, but I'm trying to make it hopeful and joyful. Um, so as we currently speak and probably in the past now, the one, the only Dirk Nowitzki has played what everyone has said will be his last basketball game. Everyone except him himself. As a Dallas Maverick. He's only ever been a Dallas Maverick. I wonder how he feels. Like, because I get the sense that people are trying to push him out. Do you? Yeah, like everyone's saying, oh, even the city was like, wear your your Dirk and Mav stuff for Dirk's final season. And I was like, no, the fuck? He ain't said shit yet. But what if he decided he he wanted to take that approach because he doesn't want to say it for himself? He wouldn't. He would. I think he's like Tim Duncan, where he's gonna do it once season's over, and he's just like chill, and he doesn't want a big celebration because he's been the humble guy since day one. <sighs> Dirk Diggler, Germinator. I'm like actually Duncan really Deutschmann. sad because this is the one sport I've actually been into my whole life, and this is my attachment has been throughout his whole his my life has been his whole career. Um, and if there's anybody I've been attached to as a sports player, <clears> it's been Dirk. So I'm not even processing it. I haven't been as closely intense into basketball as I used to be. You know, my first AIM username was Lil Mavs Chick 94. <laughs> my first email was Lil Mavs Cutie. Not so. Eva underscore MFFL. Actually, yes, that was my MySpace. Shut the fuck up. It said Eva is a Mavs fan for life. How did you know? Because Pat's Spotify is Pat MFFL. Yeah, that was our whole identity for a long time. I mean, so it's still my identity. I'm a Mavs fan forever. Same. I'm actually kind of sad that we didn't get to go see him play one last time. But maybe if I can allow a white man on the show, it would be Dirk. Actually, I messaged him when we brought Shay in to see if he would come. Oh, that's right. He didn't respond. But maybe now um, him and Dale Hansen might be the only ones I would happily uh, bring on to the Colores. But this really is not a space created for them. But they would have an honorary pass. Um, Dirk has been incredible to this city. I don't think there's anybody like him besides maybe like a Tim Duncan, to be honest, in sports. Um, Or at least in basketball. So I just, if this is your last game, bud, we love you. We thank you. We adore you. We honor you. Thank you for being faithful to the city and and bringing us the one championship we have. Because true, we sure did. We sure did hold on to that, and and it was a beautiful time for us. So anybody, anything else to add, folks? I know y'all got stuff to say. I, I know Pat will say a few things. I'll just quickly say, um, Dirk became that iconic symbol of dallas yeah i mean that fade away that leg up that shot undeniable yes um and i've been a fan i've been a fan of basketball period but it was hard to be a dallas mavs fan um even when we had like a jim jackson or a jamal mashburn like you know it was cool to get caught up in the hype of it but um growing up for me when when Dirk and Steve Nash came on board, I was like, okay, because um, I was kind of hype. I got Michael Finley. I was hype. Yeah, Michael Finley. I was like, I still had a problem with Michael Finley. I was a bigger fan of like Dennis Rodman when he played for us, just because <laughs> he was Oak Cliff too. Oh, yeah, Jesus. but rebounds, you know what it is. Um, but yeah, Dirk like became that, and when we got that championship, it was like, okay, 
we fuck with Dirk. And just the way he's been. We fucked with Dirk during the first uh, we've championship been final for the, the early record, too. Since I remember we cried in playoffs. when I cried so hard. I remember y'all. our dad oh Our God. dad got mad at us when we, it was that year that we went so many games undefeated. And then like yes. the first round oh of the playoffs, God. we lost to Phoenix. We yeah. And me and Eva were at my dad's house crying. And my dad was like, Porque están llorando nomás es un juego, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, but. You don't get so it so much yeah. to us. You don't get it, um, because basketball, like for me and Eva, has always been a big thing. I think he was the first one that I held on to, very close to my heart with the Mavericks. I've always followed basketball. Yeah. Um, so it does make me really sad. Like even just thinking about it, I'm like, oh man, one of my favorite <laughs> players is <Yeah>. leaving. <laughs> Rafa, you gotta cry this episode, my guy. I'm not. I'm. I fought so hard. <laughs> I literally teared up outside. I teared up earlier, but I'm not going to fucking cry. Get it out, mijo. <laughs> so. But we deserve a fucking Dirk statue in this oh, motherfucking we do. city. And a we were Dirk cheated day. in 2006. I, I, I will never hold that down. Jeremy and I were fuck talking him. about that. We were both like fucking Dwayne Wade stole that from us. Yes. And so the Miami Heat. I will never let that go. That Dirk referee. deserved two championships. And you know what? He's still like the most chill and humble man. And I don't yeah. know any other basketball player playing right now that's as humble as he is. Nope. And I only hope that Luca learned a lot from him and will value the time that he had. Because yeah. if anybody can take anything from a leader, it's him. And um, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to do it. If he does. He's doing I mean, it, baby. He's doing it. Still makes this me emotional. But, up. yeah. Stop we me. love you, Dirk. That's it. Force him out for Dirk. I used to have a, a Dirk is my... Anybody raise your hand if you had a Dirk is my homeboy shirt. <laughs> I wanted one. This ain't a 40, but I'm pouring this shit out. <laughs> Pour it out. Dun, dun, dun. He poured some. I had um, I had several Dirk jerseys as well. Damn, Dirk. We're going to miss you. We love you. Uh, let me know if you want to come to the Colores, my guy. We'd love to have you here. Thanks. <laughs> Rafa, the next topic is also yours. Which one is it? I can't read. Juego de Trones. Tronos? Tronos? Uh, Tronos? You know better Spanish Trenos, than me. Trenos. Trenos. Oh Game God, of Thrones. Thanks. The final season. You don't look excited. You have no idea. This is literally... <laughs> the bad <clears throat> thing is, I was trying to, to, to be excited and I can't... And you're even... not. I actually enjoyed so, the last little season. I will so, watch it. Okay, cool. There's very few... <laughs> like... I just don't overhype things that don't need to be overhyped. This needs to be overhyped. It's my, already overhyped. Well, it it deserves it. Um, I hold few shows in high esteem. Um, the Wire, Sopranos. I'm not lying. The Office. Go watch those. Futurama. Bruh. Yes. Okay. And Game of Thrones. That's it. There's more, but um, the these lead the pack. And so Game of Thrones, like, I saw a meme that was like, uh, when you first learn a Game of Thrones, you're like, man, fuck them dragons. But then later on, you're like, ooh, Khaleesi, work that dragon. I wish they spent as much money as they spent on Game of Thrones on actually hiring diverse, quote unquote, writers. But that's just me trying to get a job. Sorry. I mean, yeah, but, you know, what what are we going to do about it? Have I write a Game of Thrones? There is actually a show that I met the... um the showrunner that HBO wants to greenlight it for her, but she needs um, people to help her with in the industry. So if you look up Pink Slipped, I met her during South Pink Five. Sock? Is, what did you say? Really, Rafael? I thought you said 
What did, I didn't Don't did I not hear you right? I thought you said pink. Anyways, sock. we're gonna move on to the next story. Do you have anything yes. else to say with Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones next premieres time we record, in a couple of days. It'll be aired. By the time you hear this, it'll be no. By the time you hear this, there will be two days left. By next episode, you will have seen the first episode. It comes yes. out on Sunday, right? And I will cry. <laughs> if I'm still alive, I'll tell you what I thought of the first episode. You will be. Um, well, you don't know that. In in even better news than that. Well, I no, it's better. That. Our queen, mm. the one and only Ivy Park Adidas queen, <laughs> Beyonce, has announced the documentary titled Homecoming from Beachella. Beachella. If you know me, you know I've been standing that shit for a whole year. I talked about it at our two year with Shay. I mean, our one year. With who? With Shay. Who? Stop it. Um,. I'm just very excited to see this. The clip was exciting. I just feel that the Beyonce energy is here and ready and we needed it and we were begging for it. And she is going to cure all my depressions. Thank you so much, Beyonce. That's <laughs> not really, to mention the latest thing. I just said it. Oh, Gosh, Pat, aren't you listening? I thought she was still going on. With, with your bad bunny nail. One nail. <laughs> um. So shout out to Beyonce. It says a film by Beyonce. So I already decided to stand. It was pretty easy. Um. I'm excited to see this documentary April 17th a on Beyonce Knowles Carter birthday. joint. Sure, Jan. Sure. <laughs> um. Then finally, one big congrats to. I was. You have no idea how happy I am about this. I get excited about. Oh, same. Few things. I'm excited about this. Go, take it away. Lil Nas X, which some people thought was a combination of Lil Wayne, Nas, and DMX or XXX Tentacion. I never heard that. Yeah. No. Apparently, that was a thing. Um. What did he say it was? It's not. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. Because um, what a combo that would be. <laughs> yeah. But um, the ultimate fuckboy. <laughs> Sorry, his song is number one on the Billboard charts. Dethroned okay. Ariana Grande. Well, let's say what's even more beautiful about that, right? Because I didn't talk about this last episode because it had kind of gone out of the news cycle. Yes, but it was originally on a Billboard country list. Yes, and it was rising. It was and taken because off all these because... institutions are racist, and they saw this young black boy. Oh yeah, doing country. And they were kill. He was killing it at a rap country like mix right because it's not no, just it's, it's country it's country it's country but because he's black they were like oh it's just this and it shouldn't be yeah in this so area. they pulled it from the charts they said it doesn't have enough elements from from country like it doesn't have enough country elements to be included and so they quickly took it away from him and it was one of those things where one, and I, I think I remember sending it to y'all, but it pissed me off because I remember, and I've always known that when it comes to country music, it's always looked as a white, it, it's looked at as a white thing here. Right. And, you know, Ray Charles had a fucking country album. As is everything, and black people started <clears throat> mostly everything you love. Right, and so when you pull Lil Nas X for not having enough country elements in his music, but you hear Quote some- unquote. E Right. And then you hear some EDM tracks that are, quote, country on the Billboard country charts. Like it really brings you back to the idea of how far have we fucking gone? Not far. Not far at all. So Lil Nas X 
picks up the phone and he's like, yo, Billy Ray Cyrus. Get Billy on the phone. Hop on his remix. And my my honorable mention me mood was the one that said Billboard telling Lil Nas X that his song wasn't country enough. I love enough. how you say his whole name every time. Lil Nas X, yeah. <laughs> and then Billy Ray Cyrus walking in with a cowboy hat on and like his little horse Hello. peeking in. Yeah, but... Now the song's at number one, and it's his birthday today. Shout out to you, Lil Nas So X. shout out to this you, young you really... black teenager god for getting on here and saying, yo, fuck y'all, I'm shooting straight and to the top. And being passionate about it and humble yes. and sweet and just having fun while <clears throat> doing it. Like, he really, like, hit it to the system without any kind yes. of anything, just do, being himself. And exactly. he had tweeted and like spoken into existence and said, "I want Billy Ray on this track." Like and he it happened, is just, yes. Ugh. And it's a feel. Good. I mean, you you were at, you know, you were at with us Donna. this past weekend when we played it, and like people get very excited. They get very excited. It's a outside of like everything that that went down with him, like releasing this song and like being a part of the charts and all of that. Like it's a good song. Like people it's vibe fun. to it. It's a fun song. I made some good memes off of it. The first day i heard it so yeah. thank you Lil nas x we we love you that wraps up the juice for us i know there was a lot of it but if you keep thriving and fighting and pushing like Lil nas x does we can be in a better place <laughs> ding 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 i think that means it's time for self-care corner i think that's what it means are you gonna sing it or <clears throat> Self-care corner. Hunty. <laughs> Hit that note. The seconds were going too long. I was going to wait for 125, but I was like, wait, is that a minute? 125. <laughs> I thought it was seconds, but he was like, that's going real slow. I would have died. Okay. You looked at the minute marker thinking it was the I seconds? I thought it was the seconds. I was like, um, are you done yet? Um, so my self-care corner is pretty simple, uh, because I think capitalism has a really strong hold on us, myself included, and we really let our jobs and work and that take over and consume our entire existence as if that is the only reason we are on this planet earth. And I, I know it's very hard to even, um, admit that, or for me to even say that that that's how we run things or maybe it's my privilege showing and that I am asking that you all myself included um schedule a day off and by a day off I mean like turn off your fucking emails Rafael and just do whatever life calls you to do for yourself read travel do something go watch 10 movies whatever you feel like doing just for you purposely plan it Make it a mental health day. Go see a therapist. Go ride a bike. Do whatever the fuck you want to go smoke some weed. I don't care. Whoa. Do whatever thing you want to do that makes you feel better for yourself. Because we're living in a time when all the horrible rates are on the rise because the systems are working and they are fighting against us. And in order to really take care of yourself, I think it's important to separate ourselves from our work sometimes and value ourselves by doing this simple thing. Um, I don't even mean like calling off a of work if you, if you don't have the luxury to do so, but like a Saturday or Sunday, 
tell everyone like I can't do nothing like purposely do that I did it recently and I'm glad I did I did that yesterday and it really makes an impact for you like if you purposely like say fuck everything I need to go get a moment get that moment for yourself you deserve it and we should not feel bad about it it's kind of hard to force yourself to do it it's so hard it's so I'm saying we should not feel bad because I know I feel bad but it's vital to our existence and there should be more to life than just working and struggling. Um, and I say that as a reminder, not as a, it's easy to do cause it's not, but I encourage it because I love you and you should love you. So show yourself that you love and care about yourself. All right. Now it is time for our upcoming and past the colores events. So, 214 Selena weekend happened. Yeah. And it was so fun. It was a lot of fun. And fucking exhausting. It was exhausting. And you had Bruno and Louis at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, side note, big shout out to everyone that came out that was also involved with 214 Selena and yes. saw the show. So, big shout out to y'all for showing love. Um, my Deco Lotus fam. Um, gang, gang. I don't cry, but I cry. Did you? <clears throat> no, never. Okay. Uh, big shout out to Jeremy. Okay, Jeremy, Here. which both Jeremys. Both Jeremy. But Jeremy, Jeremy Biggers, Biggers and Jeremy Pesina, a.k.a. Fueguito. When I saw him the other day, I was like, we need to work on something because our teamwork and fixing them windows and covering them hose was amazing. Yo, honestly, like afterwards, Jeff was like, yo, whoever the fuck that was that helped us out. He was like, I didn't think it was going to happen. He said he was nervous because he was like, there's no way we're going to make a show happen in 30 minutes. Well, we and that show was ready to go in 15. We did it. Big shout out to everybody. Shout out to Daisy, La Intern. Shout out to Jeremy Biggers. Shout out to Savani. And, um, shout out to Jeremy Piscina. Shout out to Dominique, to G. Shout out to everyone that helped. I know I'm missing a few names, but it was really dope. And then it was also like, for me, the icing on the cake was people telling me that they had so much fun. Jeremy was like, I literally had no idea that you did this kind of stuff. And it was so crazy because it was so fun. That's why I wanted to film a documentary and on so, you and I'm sad. I, I try to get some right. footage. It'll but. happen again at some point. Um, but yeah, it was really dope. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people came out and showed love. And so um, just know that it does not go unnoticed. And it means the world to me. I um, We started the weekend with karaoke. And I had to host that, which I was a little bit worried about because I am um, codependent on Rafael's hosting ability. Not really. I'm just kidding. You're not. I can you run this amazing. whole thing by I, myself. Yeah, but like, much. yes. Oh, thank you so you much. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think I was just worried because I knew I didn't know how the turnout was going to be. And then yeah. we had a little worry with the karaoke setup <clears throat> itself, which I think is what I was more worried about. Mm, yeah. Um, but I think the karaoke, I don't know about you, Pat, but I think it was my favorite event. Like, there was such a special energy there. There was. You know Fluffy, because we ran into Homeboy yeah. at Salsera not the too long day. ago. But he was like, yo, it was lit. The karaoke? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Why yeah, don't these he, people tell me these things? He was there <laughs> He was there before, like, while everything was getting set up. And a big shout out to Yolis, who came through. Yolis saved yo, the day. The, the MVP, Aries she was, season. Absolutely. She's an Aries, so you know she had to come through because it's in her, like, it's who she is. It's what we do. Keep going. Anyway. <laughs> Pendejo. 
No, but yeah, Fluffy saying that, and it's those little remarks, right? Because people don't have to say that. And even if they're comfortable with you or if they're your friends. Ooh, and really, if y'all knew how chopped and screwed bootleg, we'd be doing some stuff. <laughs> and y'all love it. God yeah. bless. I mean, it's it really is like making magic happen. And so it was really dope. And I saw all the videos and, um, you know, I was there for the kickoff or whatever. But afterwards, like, you know, I, I wanted to see how it went. And I saw a bunch of videos and responses. And then Fluffy, who obviously has no holds to say, hey, I'm going to go out of my way to let you know this is how it went. <laughs> he literally was like, yo, that shit was super lit. It was a lot of fun. And um, and it's really cool to hear that because it validates all of the work, all of the homework, all of the planning the and stress, the all of, of that lack, all of all of the the like true stress that is associated with making the, these things happen. Um, all it takes is is that one that one. Yo, this was dope or yo, for I had sure. so much fun or yo, I drove up for this and mm -hmm. it, it meant everything. Definitely. So we started with the karaoke. The next day, we had Deep Eddie out here. Shout out to them. We had the art show here at the Cultural Center. Um, shout out to the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. We don't show them enough love, even though we might. But, like, I still want to show them more love because without them, we would not have this show. Um, and we're looking for a coordinator. Shout out. You want to get hired, Kenny? Apply. Get a coordinator job. Then you can um, replace me as the dominant woman Ooh. in this office. What? <laughs> I just gave myself that title. Sorry. Yikes. The, uh, hi, I'm Eva Arreguin, the dominant woman here. At the I'm not a dom for the record. Um, Jesus, you can delete all of that as well. This nope, is the wine. Fuck. Um, anyways, Saturday we had the art show here. It was a lot of fun. The artwork <clears throat> was fucking amazing. Yo. Like it was so good. You know me. And you know I get worried as fuck. Yes, you do. And so I was like, yo, we're not going to get enough artwork. I'm over here like stippling pieces. Oh, and like Every year. Every year working <laughs> on portraitures. They're great pieces, by the way. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, man. And then we got so much love. We got so much art. We had to set up a shop at Top 10 Top as 10. well. Shout out to them. Big shout out to, to Fort Worth. Funky Town came through. Funky Town. Funky we love Town you, Funky came Town. Through. The funk came through. Yeah, it was so much artwork. We brought out some floating walls to add the additional work here at Oak Cliff Cultural Center, but we still had more work than we had space. So we ended up um, teaming up with the good people over at Top 10 Records and displayed some more artwork. But yeah, it was super dope. It was so fun. And then we partied at Dada that night. There was also the Selena screening. We ran. That was one of my favorite moments. We're like in mid panic mode for yeah. setting up Bruno and Louis. And then you're like, Eva, we got to go. And it was yeah. like a team. We're like, ah. Yeah, you're we like, turned... cool, let's go. <laughs> And then we like walked over. We didn't even say hi to nobody. We just walked in. We're like, doom, doom, doom. We're on a mission. And then they're like, here's a mic. Here's a mic. And then Rafa does his spiel. And I'm like, hey, do you guys know Rafa's fucking famous, bitch? And they're like, no. And I'm like, he's in the Selena movie. And they're like, <gasps> and I'm like, I know. And then it was just so much fun. And we did that. And then we partied at Dada. Shout out to Faz's portrait honestly yo yeah shout out angela faz we love your work but we also love that they did a portrait of the rafael tamayo as little ab was and i still cool. need a picture of you with it we have to post it okay okay thank cool. you um then on uh that night we were at dada partying that's fun and wild. pat was getting wild that night i was like pat what you done had sis nothing Ooh, pat Busted down. People were trying to push me in the front of the stage. I was like, I don't do that. That's Pat. She was thriving. Bust it down. Pat the gap. Bust it down. Patiana. Bust down. Patiana. Patiana. 
That's what Richard called me. Um, and then on Sunday, to to top it off with a cute little whipped cream and cherry, the family day at Country Burger. Everything went well. I really don't want to want to keep dragging it on, but it's so amazing and beautiful to see how this city turns out for Selena and the legacy she's created. And I kept reiterating it all weekend long, but I think Dallas two on four Selena has played a huge role in creating how massive the love of this woman has become. Um, because two on four Selena was one of the bigger Selena events that I ever heard of in the state, probably the nation. Um, so I like to rep that it's been going for six years, even though I've only helped with three, um, the last three, I'm happy to do so, but I, I really truly love her legacy, even though it's kind of weird to see what it's become and it's becoming a lot. And, you know, I'm honest and critical of that as well because it becomes too much. Um, but it's all still telling of how little we see ourselves in, in society and, and, in media and that's why this this person means so much to us uh so thank you for celebrating or supporting or liking the photo or sharing the event or whatever way that you support us and support to enforce selena more importantly um i can't wait to see what happens next year all right (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 so i wasn't gonna talk too much about this but someone tweeted us and said talk about it and i was like okay sure dran um so we did have a fun um little visit to the american airlines center where we saw the one the only baboni diplo (laughs) diplo in concert um i obviously was already in love with him like y'all knew this but my boy comes out in a Luka Doncic jersey. The whole time he wore it. He did not take that off. He No costume change. He never nope. left the stage. He was there for an hour and a half plus. And he put on a damn good show. I really was a little bit like worried with what was going to happen. Because there's only so much you can do as like one person performing as a dude that's yeah. like. No hype man. No hype man. He was just himself. He was so sweet and loving the whole time. Nothing but love for for Latinidad and Puerto yeah. Rico and Boricua and all Latin America, Mexico. You know, he did the works. He knew who his audience was. Yeah. Like, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was talking to my my cousin at Faded, and she was like, "Oh my god, why didn't you tell me? I w- like I went to. We could have hung out." But she said I was so mad because I thought he wasn't gonna give a shout out to Mexico. Oh my god! And I was gosh. like, he knew where he, he knew was. Where he, was. he was gonna wait he till the very end to shout end. out to all the Mexicans. But we're all in Texas. Yeah, but it was really cool. And I disassembled the little bracelet, and I'm figuring out how to turn off the IR tracer so that it can blink. The LED can light up. You're not based figuring on it out. I am. I'll show you pictures of it. Okay, fix yeah. line two. Because apparently I'm a Reddit fuckboy. Reddit's... You just gave that label to yourself. I you never said heard Red... of that. You said, I never you heard you it. said Reddit. Hey, you gonna rap me out, B? You not my blood? You, you said... ain't gonna support me? But you, you did said... say it because I was all it. shook too because I, I was I like, said, Reddit? I know, I know what you I said, You said Pat. Reddit's for fuckboys. <laughs> and then you agreed. I said I use Reddit. And then you're like, oh shit, it is for fuckboys because all the Supreme Boys get the codes from there. Bye. Thank uh, you right. so much. I did say that. I only speak truth to power, honey. I ain't spreading lies. 
Thank you. Anyways, uh, that is all we have for yeah. the Colores events. We are planning the two year. I know we've said it the last five episodes. Um, outside of the two year, I can't wait for y'all to hear what's coming next because we've got some fun stuff coming. We want to bring you good shows, not, not just, just any a- shows. Exactly. And so, like, whatever happens, happens, but you'll be happy with us, I think. Ooh, we cooking. I'm scared. Mom, come pick me up. I'm scared. I know. I When I get nervous, I'm like, if I'm nervous and I'm scared, I know Eva's, like, twice I'm, as nervous. I'm actually very chill. <laughs> Are you? I'm really mm-hmm. excited. I was talking to someone about, you know, some of the things that we might plan in the future. And I was like, oh, man, this would me, this would, this must be what Eva feels like, but, like, to the 10th degree. <laughs> Just Track. like being like, yeah, well, you know, we're Usually working on Usually you're really stuff. good at like, this is going to sound corny, but you're really good at like calming me. And I'm like, shut up. And then I'm like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> like even before, like we did the Selena thing last year, I was really yeah. nervous for some reason. And then he was like, you're fine. And I was like, oh, damn, dad. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I was like, oh shit, I guess I am fine. Um, But we have some exciting stuff coming up. I definitely want to mm. do an art show soon. We have some different ideas. Maybe we can get the Know Your Rights um workshop scheduled if y'all really want that let me know tweet us messages comment on our post here when you listen um because we have to know that people are going to show up if not um we unfortunately have a lot of other things to do and we need to do that so please let us know if you're interested and we can make events happen if you want to work with us if you want us to something let us know because this is all about you as well now rafa will give us our brown business of the week oh yeah 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 what? Give what? Latinx jingles. What's up? <laughs> Latinx jingles. Jingles. Uh, sounds like shingles. Do you need them on your roof? <laughs> I meant like shingles, like old people, the chicken pain. pox. Oh. Yeah. Shingles Not are also people. on a house, right? Yeah. But it, shingles is a disease. <laughs> and if something hurts, it hurts chingos. Oh! all-star podcast thanks here we go um, take it away brown business of the week la paisanita taqueria Woo! they should have been it a long time ago true um they're my go-to are they over here on davis yeah mine's still lci i think is it mm-hmm. i would go to lci except um to avoid the long hype beast line of people that don't really know about tacos mm. i like um, fitos and la banqueta Fitos is is it for me right now, but that's beyond just tacos. Because they have them good hamburguesas. They got them papas. Sorry, this is about paisanita. Take it back. True. I was going to say, are we doing a brown businesses of the week? Nope. We're focusing on that one. La Paisanita Taqueria over on Davis. Um, They also have a location on Inwood, I believe. They also have... No, actually, they have two locations on Davis. Uh, and I'm sure they have a few others, but make sure you check them out. I love their tacos de fajita and their sincronizadas. Their arroz was really good también. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm a, yeah. a rice bitch, so like, if you don't get rice back right, I don't trust you. Yeah, it's it's real easy to to lose that trust. Uh, but right, I I'm I'm here on Jefferson in between Madison and Zhang, so La Paisanita over on Davis is a hop, skip, and a jump away, and that's my go-to. So. That is our brown business of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. What, 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 what? Yeah. I hope I remember that song next What's time. What's wrong with us? This wine. Oh, two, True. Three bottles are empty. Three? Oh, snap. It is three. It is. 
One per person. Now it is time for Who the Fuck You Got? Conde Coco. Go, Patti. It's your turn. Oh, go, uh, Patti. Uh, it's your turn. Oh, uh, go, uh, go, go, yeah, go. Yeah. I'm scared, but thank you. Is that a new band? Yeah, it's a new band. I'm um, scared, but band. thank you. They're goth. Goth. goth thank band. goth. This episode. <clears throat> um. So, I went in, into my um darks music again. Okay. I guess you can say. Um. Shout out to Richard because that Bob's playlist he's got on for Songmas comes Bobbing. through with introducing me to new stuff all the time. So he'd put Laurel meets the obsolete on there. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's the name of the band. They're from I'm that okay. meme where their math problems are around you and you're just looking around. Yeah. So they released a new album in January um, called De Facto, and they're from Guadalajara, and it's bomb.com. So I've been listening to that a lot. Um, you can work. laugh at me. That's where Canelo is from, right? Um, yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't follow the boxing. Sure, Jan. <laughs> don't you guys love that everybody's saying it now? No. Sure, Jan. Because <laughs> I keep thinking of Jan from The Office. Oh, fuck her. Yeah, fuck her. Dang, y'all mad. Sorry. Um, and um, another band I've been checking out that came <clears throat> up on like my Spotify was Apartamentos Acapulco. Chico? Oh, no. They are also are very experimental. And, you know, I, I love my synths and the dark sounds. So check them out. Um, they released something, El Resto del Mundo. It was an EP they released in February. So I've been listening to a lot of that. But I should probably get in a happier mood now because, like, the sun's out or something. But yeah. Yeah, you don't but have to do anything you don't want to do, honey. I'm really excited because I get to see Block Party in November in LA, and then I am um, gonna see Yeah Yeah Yeahs in Austin. Oh, fun! Next month in so. Austin. So my indie heart's gonna explode. Because Karen O has my heart. Yeah. Cool. So that's it. I'm happy for your indie heart, Pat. It's going to explode. Rocky? And I don't need no F-boys to take You need me. to start DJing Ooh, already. <laughs> Pappy's sliding in tea. I don't even know. Uh, we know you listening, bruh. We know you listening. Calvati. We need to we listen. No. Rafa, what do you have? God, fuck you, the God. <laughs> what? Who the fucking do you have? Who the Who ducking are... do you have? This is why Who we can't... are you we fucking got now? We should be cut off after one cup. True. Um, I just got Lil Nas X. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> you are very excited. I about am. That. Can you play? I, can you play the song for people that don't uh, know? I most certainly can play some Lil Nas X. I just think it's really cool um, because it means much more than the song, right? Deep, yeah. And deep, so deep. retweet, retweet. To me, to RT, me, RT. <laughs> to me, that's more emblematic of you know us as a society. So. Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. My man's got the horses in the back. Still don't care about Miley though. True. I'm going to do hip hop for a little bit, but <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah! Yeah! You sound like fucking Dave Chappelle. Do I? I haven't sat it actually does bang. Like it for real bang. Anyways, that is a great. Everybody has this who you got though. 
It is number one on Billboard. <laughs> you just say every other word. <laughs> yeah. Just the rhyming ones. Porch. Um, my who'd you got? <clears throat> is probably I started listening to some more of Cash Doll. Okay. She goes hard. I'm I enjoying her. Hard. Um, lots of Rico Nasty still. Who am I kidding? It's just my mood right now. Oh it's just my what I'm feeling. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> you said that because she says that. You're so funny. But um, she raps too much about her Audi. Shut the fuck up. She does. Okay, you sound like an internet Reddit fuckboy again. Wow. Attacked. Anyways, um, them and Tierra Wack, who I've also been listening to. Lots of fun. I can't wait for her to drop um a full album these these women are killing it i've been trying to tell y'all y'all gonna listen yeah. to me one day i try to put y'all on meg the stallion and it took y'all a year to listen to me and if you would just do it look at us now thriving so um keep supporting these amazing women artists and all these amazing um people bringing refreshing art to our palette in these dark times can i get an amen amen thank you rupaul <laughs> All right. That wraps it us. That wraps it us. <laughs> wraps it what? <laughs> that wraps it up for us here at De Colores Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a darn review. Like go to Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars and write up a review for us. We'd love to keep growing, so please share it with everyone you know. I really mean it. Tweeting it, sharing it, posting it. That is free work that y'all do for us. If y'all support us and just share it and other people get more exposure to it, it helps and we love it and we want to keep going. So please do that for us. We could not go on without your support. Come out to our events, support our POC businesses, uplift our guests, tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at XO. <laughs> That one was weird. <laughs> that one got really... <laughs> and Pat at Pat.Aragin. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dosti. Our audio editor is Rafael Retweet Tamayo. Our intern is Daisy Rincon. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at decolorescollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for being with us and join us again next time for Decolores Radio. All power to the people, y'all. De De Colores Radio De De Colores Radio